Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, you lovely lot, and welcome to Football Manager Therapy. I'm Matt Richards, and on this week's episode, we go back to grassroots, create a club in Canada, and wallow in Wickham. Joining me as always is the grassroots to my hope for the best and shoot, it's Tony Jameson. Evening Matthew, how are you? I'm okay, I'm okay, I was just lowering my chair there to, to get closer to my microphone. Lower your chair and those expectations as we begin <laughs> another, another episode of Football Manager Based Banter. 18 oh seconds in and we're going, oh, Tony's spoken, right, let's lower those expectations now, shall we? <laughs> oh, that's the most Tony Jameson intro to the show ever. Hi everyone, don't expect anything good. All right, let's go. <laughs> I'm the, I'm the classic underseller. What can I say? Like you know, yeah. I, like, I I I mean the thing is though, I this is me being positive, right? I used to be worse than this at self promotion. So if anything, I've matured. Yeah, that's all that we ask, you know, baby steps. Just just a bit of improvement every single time. And I, you know, I think we have improved every single time and every single episode. We might have taken a couple of steps back on some of the episodes as well, but you know, we go marching on to. Oh no, that was that was last month's challenge, wasn't it? That was, that was the <laughs> yeah, we, we've we've already done that one. We've already done that. We uh, we 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 we're, we're wandering at this point. But yes. Oh, as I said in the intro, wallowing currently. But yeah. Well, uh, you know what? Reading reading some of the chat in the Discord, wallowing is a hundred percent the uh, is an appropriate term to use, and. and I have not really well we'll get it we'll get into all that in a bit but um but yeah but it's bank it's bank holiday weekend let's 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 address that bit and the sun's shining so therefore we should theoretically be in a better mood right <laughs> we literally had a conversation before we started recording about how little we care about easter and it's so for me i must admit um the pro- pro- probably the reason why i'm i'm extra miserable on this particular bank holiday is because usually I'd be at Insomnia hosting Insomnia Gaming Festival, the UK's biggest gaming festival. That was when it was running and other things were running as well. So that, that statement might not be true anymore. Um, so yeah, um, it wasn't so like this time last year, it was still a novelty, novelty of, oh, I've got a year off. Uh, Or what we thought was three months off at that time. But now I'm just like, oh man, I just want to go back and be an idiot on the stage and talk about video games. The thing is though, Easter, Easter is just the, like it's it's the international break, isn't it? Like everyone, no one really cares about it. And if anything, it just annoys you that it's there. You're just like, I'd rather just have, like, I don't really think I need Monday off that badly. Like just like especially when when we're in the current situation where it's like as I said before before we recorded going, Oh great, you've got four days off, what are you gonna do? Nothing. Literally nothing. <laughs> we can't do anything. So you might as well take those extra days back. Yeah, you can cash them in at another time. Well, it's actually you've given me quite a nice little opening and opportunity to, to mention it. Cause what I actually did today and might do tomorrow as well, I don't know, see how see how the legs feel, is I actually started um my stride quest. Which oh, is, you started it? Yeah, the special uh, effect event that is tremendous. And that ties in quite nicely with Insomnia because 
And I've been very fortunate over the last five years working with Insomnia Gaming Festival. I've done stage slots and general sort of bits and pieces with special effect. And they are an incredible company whose work I've had the pleasure of seeing up close and, and firsthand. They really do bring accessibilities to everyone for video games. And they're just mm-hmm. such a wonderful company that have such pos- like positivity around them and just really love the industry that they're involved in in terms of video games and love the work they do. So when a friend of the podcast, James, mentioned that they were doing this stride quest thing, I was like, I am on board. It's a good excuse as well, you know. It's a great cause, but it's a good excuse for, for us to get out and be active and run and walk. So I think I said I was going to do 100 a hundred miles. I've agreed. I've agreed to the hundred as well. Um, yeah, because we, we we put the message out when James said oh, he's going to do it. We put it out in the uh, in the Discord, and I actually spoke to another few um, people within the football manager community and, and asked if I could put it in their Discords as well. Um, so we are kind of trying to get that message out. So there's a few of us have signed up. Um, so I've technically. I suppose I've technically started in the fact that I've been been out for a walk this weekend, but I haven't logged it, so I'll start running tomorrow, I reckon, um and, and, and run it that way. But um but yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. It sounds it sounds great to be I honest. Popped like, up in, not... uh, I popped up in someone's story today apparently. <laughs> so they texted me. I was, about, like... I was about to mention like it's not it's not like your standard all right, run a hundred miles over two months. Mm. Like they're doing it as a kind of like an RPG almost. Yeah, it is exactly what it is, yeah. Um so yeah, so you get little stories and descriptions of of where you've been and 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 your miles uh become part of of the narrative. Uh, of course I've signed up with this narrative I involved. I was about to say this uh, is the Tony Jameson special. <laughs> also as well, it takes 100 miles to get to the point. So, yeah, absolutely for me. Isn't that the truth? Well, yeah, well, you know, well, uh, what are you trying to say, Tony? Uh, I'll tell you in about 98 miles, um, but we, we digress. <laughs> <laughs> it is an incredible cause. We, we will link it in the description of the podcast. So it's running from April 1st to May 31st, I believe. Yep. So if you want to get involved, that's awesome. If you want to support our just, just giving causes, that's even more awesome. Uh, we'll link it all down in the podcast description through the duration of it. We've mentioned it a few times in our Discord. um, And we know, as as Tony's mentioned, there's a few of the people within our Discord that have joined up as well. So we'll probably be talking through that. In I imagine it's probably going to be the fitness channel in the Discord. That makes sense. That's logical. So if you want to come and get involved in that, do do that because it's an incredible cause for an awesome charity and company right so we've got a few things to get through on this week's episode we're going to be talking about the the wickham challenge i have completed it because of course i have i dove straight in got it out of the way so we could talk about it on the podcast i'm also very much in between saves at the minute on football manager so before we get to that uh, we just thought that we would mention that as of this weekend grassroots football is back tony yeah proper football's back Proper football. And apparently the the sadists of the managers and coaches, because the amount of bleep tests 
I've seen coaches make their players do, of various age groups as well, as one of the first exercises back. I'd, I'd be out. I'd be, oh, my hamstring's gone, I'm done. Believe test on first day. Well, oh, hey, crazy. You need that, though. That's your baseline. You want to check where these people are at. Like, you know, there's no point going, all right, so first first thing we're going to do is we're going to try out this new tactic. If, like, everyone's blowing outside their backsides after, like, 14 seconds, you want to you want to say, right, well, okay, you're going to blow out your backsides after 14 seconds, so we're not doing uh, Bielsa ball. You know, we're gonna gonna rein it back a little bit. So, yeah, like the bleep test's horrible, but yeah, you, you've you've got to do it. I'm afraid it's great because where I live, <laughs> without disclosing where I live, I live near a northern football team, uh, their old ground, and I actually live even closer to their new ground now. So I, I get to go past the 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 grounds, but there's a big playing pitch. You know, like a proper Sunday league. Do you remember the the Nike advert with Park Life on? Yeah, it was a Hackney Marshes sort of style. Yeah, but I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, Hackney Marsh is like the most cliche. All oh, right, okay. Well, line yeah, right, right, Northern football pitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rick Norman, proper Norman. <laughs> I, I tell you what, we, 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 we can't, not, not everyone can have nets, right? One of you can have nets. The other ones can just tell me when it think it goes in, right? That, that, that's not the northern level. The la- lads play with coal under their feet and sweaters for goalposts. Like, yeah, that's right, right. Right. Heads, heads, heads you kick off, tails you get the wind. Which one do you want? <laughs> anyway, I, I went, I, I, I managed to, to run past that particular pitch and it was great. Because it was, oh, there it is, it's back in it. You know what I mean? And then it was, of course, there was a couple of people with, you know, a random bloke with a dog shouting things and pushy parents <laughs> on the sidelines. It's just, it's great, isn't it? It's great. I mean, it's terrible, but it's great. It's just nice to have it back a little it's, bit. It's lovely that after 12 months, no one has learned. <laughs> They've just come straight back outwards, go, you know what? I've got 12 months of anger. Just to fuel on the sidelines now. I've gone, you're still rubbish. Yes. Uh, we've had more time to think about it and how rubbish they are. And obviously, these are the, the, the first tentative steps to getting fans back in, in the ground. We're not really going to go into it because it's quite a, I guess it's a highly opinionated subject in terms of whether you think it's right or wrong. And I know where I fall on it, but... I mean, for, you know, talking about the, the elite level of the game, but obviously we've seen the stories coming out of the lower leagues and the non-leagues and seeing how much clubs are struggling. And, you know, the situation with these f- penalties and fines from the, you know, the, the football leagues, you know, it's it's been pretty unpleasant to watch from a distance. So from that point of view, if there is a way that we can get lower league and non-league football back in a safe manner and start to help the clubs get back on their feet i think that that is a gen you know an overall general positive thing and you know we can't emphasize enough about safety is the first key here but hopefully we're going to start seeing some clubs start hopefully get a bit of hope back for the future i guess is the best way to describe it yeah absolutely and i think the that what i have seen it and you're right like looking at some of the um some of the reports that are caught with like the fines and stuff that have been attributed to various non-league clubs which you know again we've all got our opinions on it and some of us are very open about where about where where we stand on it um it, it's like these are these are community clubs these are like 100% 
not, it's not, you, like, Man United could, like, do, if, if, if they hadn't played for a season, Man United would still be fine. Arsenal would still be fine. Liverpool would still be fine. Like, we're talking clubs that have, are on the bones of existence anyway. And then they've had to take a year off. And then they've got to work out whether they can afford the pitches, they can afford the the electricity. They're not allowed in the changing rooms still. Like, players have got to take a year off. Players who, who obviously aren't professional, they're doing their own jobs. They might be furloughed, so again, they've got that issue as well. Like, it's just, you know... Like, I've got two young boys. Like, I, I, I need a football club close by for them to take, to be there, you know? Like, and granted, I mean, you know, we've now got York City is like our closest club. But even then, like, there's all these like little clubs around it. The satellite clubs, like, who are lower, lower, lower again. Like, the, the, it's a football pyramid for a reason. It's not the football elite and the championship. And like League One is not lower league, right? You know, <laughs> which I know in some people's eyes that's the situation, but like without all, without everything else underneath it, you know, the top doesn't exist. Like, and it's like, it's like, you know, yeah. to make the obvious cliche, it's like a house. You can look at the roof and go, that's a brilliant roof, but yeah, but if it doesn't have any foundations, then yeah, it's just going to sink, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's it's a, a difficult situation for everyone, but I think I think you know you hit the nail on the head there. And if I can go and watch, you know, the couple of local sides that I've got close to me that's in walking distance, and we can do it safely, then I'm I'm going to be the first person there. Get that charity bucket out, get that bucket yeah. out. And I'm sticking a few a few notes in there because again, it's what I grew up on, and and I, I hope you know I hope everyone else recognizes how important it is. We might not have been dwelling in the lower leagues recently on our challenge but we certainly were down to the bottom of the table when we started this month's discord challenge quick reminder the challenge this month is bottom at christmas and we're looking to perform a christmas miracle so we created a database we retired our manager and we took over the bottom club of the championship that turned out to be a little old club called Wickham Wanderers, who I noticed actually while I was going for the safe, have the smallest wage budget in the championship. Oh, it writes itself, doesn't it? So let's talk a little bit about that challenge. Now, I mentioned last week, it's going to be difficult for me to spend a whole month recording a podcast without saying how I did, because I don't want to reveal my hand or how I how I did it because I don't want to give an advantage to someone else to beat me in the challenge. It's real. It's still real. But I did really, 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 really enjoy this challenge. It was so fun. It was so fun. I'm glad. I'm glad. I, I, I've, I've dipped my toe in, I'll be honest. I've not, I've not really had a chance to do a lot this week. I've been quite, quite busy with, with some various bits and pieces. So... I've I've dipped my toe in it and I text you the, the tonight and I'm just like, oh, this is going to be hard. Like, <laughs> oh, it's it's so tough. And the, and the thing is though, like, and, and again, you can maybe if this is my sort of first impressions of it, and, and you can let me know as to whether I'm I'm right or wrong. Um, we mentioned on the last podcast you're coming into this challenge off the back of six defeats in a row. 
you're five points from safety. Your goal difference is like, it's such a swing. There's about like 15 goals or something you need to swing. Um, players conditioning is in the mud and you take over and the next day you're in the cup, right? That's yep. where you're at. And then you, your next two matches are against teams who are in and around you in the mix for the relegation battle. So you've got to get everyone fired up straight away, despite the fact that nobody knows who you are or cares and is looking going, there's a week till the transfer window opens. Um, let's see what happens here, shall we? So I had a quick look at the squad and my first impression, there's some decent players in there. I've said this. Yeah. I've said this. this. It's not a bad squad. There's some players in there that, that even if you wanted to sell, I think you could maybe potentially generate a bit of income to, to reinvest mm-hmm. in the probably... I'd say like three key areas I reckon need need improving, maybe more. As I say, I've literally only only sort of cast my eye over it. Um I think that Yeah, I think that there's definitely some some bits there that I would instantly improve. Um I would I I don't mind saying this because I think most people have done this in the Discord already and, and seen it. Um full back you need more depth. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and that's like both both sides. Uh, that's why I would say. Yeah, and and and, and I'm I'm looking at, I'm understanding this. I, I think they need another winger, as well. Like I think that. Uh, yeah, it, well, I get. I guess it depends what on how you're going to play it. You're like, playing, yeah. yeah so yeah. a creative outlet. We'll, we'll we'll refer a creative outlet is what you need. Really, there's there's some uh, there's some steel in the midfield, which I which I quite like. Centre halves, okay. You know, if I could get one in, brilliant. If there's not, one. There's one that's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's one that's excellent. Uh, goalkeeper again. You bottom of the championship. If you can get a better goalkeeper, absolutely. But you know, it's, there's nah, a reason. That you... Nah, see, I'm already disagreeing with you, man. You got any like rattling off so many? No, things. no, no. no. I, I've, I think... I've said, I said, I said, if you could, and I'm not saying that that's what I'll be doing. I said, there's a couple of places I'm definitely going to look at. Creative outlet is definitely going to be one, and. And I think, yeah, you're right. Fullback is is absolutely another yeah, one. Yeah, they're the only two signings I made. Mm. I got two fullbacks in on loan okay. and sold quite a lot of players mm. that I just wasn't going to use just because just because the approach that I was yeah. going to use. It was just it wouldn't wouldn't make sense. But I think the the most chill- challenging thing about a situation you're in with it is you're in the number one. You've got good teams around you. Yeah, Birmingham are down there, which. And it's, I, I, I've said to you, um, I think I said on Discord as well, but I struggled with the teams around me. And I think that's where I could have done better. Because, mm. yeah, I, you say you, you couldn't get your, you could get, you could get your team to raise their game, but you couldn't get the, the balance for, yeah. Yeah. It, it was just, it was just my approach. It's very counter attacking and I got the best out of the squad in that mm. way. But then when we played, you know, your Rotherhams or whoever. Shipper it was Wednesday just, down there. And- yeah, it was just... we Finding the balance quickly and not making a glaring mistake is so it's so high pressure. Because, like, one mistake and it's done, you know? Well, well that, that's the thing, isn't it? As you said, there's, there's, no, there's no room for error. Like, there's no pre-season to, to tweak a tactic or to sort of try some things out. Like, you're literally... You get the job the following day you're in the FA Cup, and it's like, 
do I take this seriously? Do I throw it and focus on the league or what? Like you get stuck into the the points vortex and you just yeah. get, kept keep on getting dragged back down. I saw a couple, I've seen it a couple of times on Discord, but I would get out of the relegation zone and then not necessarily I would lose like one game in say five or six and I'd get immediately dragged back down. And it's that constant, you're coming up for air and then getting pulled down and then coming up for air. I think I worked it out that if you won, if you won every single game, which is just, you're not going to, by the way. And if you do, fair play. Um, You've saved and reloaded. I think you, I think you, you, if you won every game, you could get into the playoffs or be pushing, you know, top of the league in theory but that's the problem it's only in theory and I think with this it's managing expectations your your goal should be survival not oh I'm going to get further up the table because the minute you start going I'm going to get further up the table is the minute you get you stuck back out of the ball the straight off yeah <laughs> and it's you know there was I definitely did that at a point I was quite high up and I was like oh just if I get a couple of wins now and then I obviously lost or got draws or, you know, and it's... 90 minutes at a time. That's all you can take this, 90 minutes at a time. But and just... I, I got um I got the best out of Malachi Linton, who I found in the reserves, who's 20 years old, 1920, and is just the fastest man alive, which is great. So I just used him as, as an advanced forward in a formation that I used. And again, this isn't a he secret. He is this saves Geldhart, isn't he? He's the little unknown in the reserves that... Yeah. That it was interesting. Save, Geldhart was found by a few guys who were just like, who's this guy? And it's like, oh, we're too far in to start picking him now and he's already on loan somewhere. But yeah, Malachi he's, Well, he's like the he's, guy that I'm going to be doing a little piece on about, about the save and how impressive he was. It, and so he can, when you take over Wickham... He hasn't played a single game all year in the in the first team, so wow. whatever his stats are at the end of it, you go okay. And for me, he scored seventeen goals. Oof. <laughs> yeah, and he is—I think he was third or fourth top goal scorer. And it, like, I'll do when I do the piece. I'm doing the metrics, but he was lethal, absolutely lethal. And I think if we had him, if I think I had the beginning of the season, I would have got even more out of him. Um, but yeah, he's he's really good, really really good. When when I cr- when I crunch the numbers, he's top of tables and graphs and charts and everything quite 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 often. And I think he played twenty four games. I think it was twenty one. I think it was twenty one starts and three substitute appearances. So, not well, bad considering. Well, you know what though? Thing as well is because you finished and I've not started. Yeah, I don't feel I can use this guy, so I'm not. I'm not going to touch him. Like, you so, know, he's, the, he's your, he's your is, man, right? So, no, you, no, no, you know. no. Right, and and this is why I don't mind mentioning him because I think I. I it's a little bit of me going, oh, this guy's really good. So if someone picks him and he's not good for them, <laughs> they're going to be like, well, how come he's not good for me? Because you have to figure out where you want to play him and in what formation. Because yeah, again, exactly. I said him, I played him as an advanced forward, but you don't know what formation I used. Um, 
so there is an element of that me going like oh yeah this guy's good how much are you going to get out of him but also as well he benefited from the way my side played yes and i built my side round him and i don't necessarily number one i didn't necessarily plan that but i also don't think he's the player that a lot of people will go i'm building the squad around him so Ooh, ooh, ooh. And then my, I, I have to say, because my other, I had a, another striker in my, my squad that I think didn't score in 20 games. So there you go. There you go. But I, I must admit, I, I really, really loved this. And it, it, it was good. And I know, I can't remember who it was in the, the Discord off the top of my head. But they were like, can you tell I'm just bored after doing this challenge? Because they were, they like simmed forward, didn't they, to the, the season if you hadn't taken over was and Wickham finished bottom and it was Was it Dave? Dave Dave Dave. It didn't might it? have been Dave, Bridget, yeah. yeah. And it was really funny because I was like, yeah, I I I had a few days of that empty feeling without the challenge and I was like But oh. but you know what, but this is the thing though, like when 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 we thought about the when I was I was saying to you the the challenge before I announced it, I was like, right, we're gonna do we're gonna do survive from Christmas and then see what happens. And I had a second part and you were like, keep it short. It's like, all right, fine, I'll keep it short. And now everyone's going, it's going to be another month in it and we've not got any other challenge to do. So. Well, maybe maybe we unleash it. Bring it forward. Or, or what, bring the second part in? Yeah, maybe. Why not? I just I just thought the, to start off People with, seem to have enjoyed to... it. People do seem to have enjoyed it. That's the thing. But I just, um, I wanted, to, I wanted it to be accessible in terms of the length. Because last time we what we had was, unfortunately, people came onto it too late and that's not for yeah. any fault of their own that's just just that circumstantial was, wasn't it yeah, yeah yeah um so yeah maybe but then the, i got i don't know because how do we then rate and rank a second half i don't know we will figure it out but what it did inspire me to do was while i was wallowing around going oh i've got nothing to do now none of these saves are really clicking i ended up going back to my toronto save because my Toronto save is kind of where I try tactics out and kind of go, mm-hmm. let's see what happens. So I was clicking through that and I was just like, oh. I do, I did really enjoy just taking over the bottom club and saving them and trying to do something with them. So I, was, I had the Canadian Premier League loaded. So I went, let's do that in the Canadian Premier League. Three seasons in. So I did. Um, I took over Atletico Ottawa. Uh, it is That's a cracking name for a team, by the way. That's a cracking name for a team. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't. I, I, you know, I don't want to, you know, insult Canadians by pronouncing Ottawa wrong. But I think that's how it's pronounced. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think it's pronounced Ottawa. Yeah, so. yeah, no, no, yeah. So anyway, took over at Atletico Ottawa, who were bottom of the table in the spring season. And we had two league games left and a a Canadian Championship thingy uh, round against Forge FC, uh, which we lost eventually, uh, which was frustrating. <laughs> but yeah, so we were bottom. Uh, we finished bottom because I didn't have enough time to save them. But then I forgot that that we had the full season pop up. And currently in the full season, we've played nine, won six, drawn three. Top of the league. Come on. Lovely. But it's been fun. I, that, that Canadian... We've mentioned it a few times, or I've mentioned it a few times on, on the podcast. That Canadian league 
is really good fun because you have a so you have a wage cap that's like 11 like 11.25k <laughs> which just says it all doesn't it like all the best you're allowed a maximum of seven foreigners in your squad but you're only allowed a 23 man squad nice and that's tough that is tough you know you can't even there's no oh this guy's you know a youth player i think there's there's a ruling about under 21s as well but they have to be registered so getting a 23 man squad together that you can get in for under 11k <laughs> that, that can compete as well yeah so the league isn't so isn't so much of an issue because it's a it's a brand new league in real life and in football manager it's only been what a two seasons now i think yeah i think so yeah it was, it was fm20 wasn't it? i think it came out yeah so you can kind of move up the league pretty quick and, and get competitive pretty quick because obviously everyone else is on the same footing as you but it's the canadian champions league basically is what it's the champions cup you have to play vancouver montreal and toronto and mm. i think the wage cap in mls in like season three is around about 89k and they have designated players yeah it's not really fair is it at this point at this point you know it's a challenge that's what i mean then that's kind of why i like it, I was like, ooh, I was like, ooh, even if, you know, we get to a point with, with Ottawa that we're the best in the Canadian Premier League, are we? Because obviously if we win the Canadian Championship, I think you mean Jiggy, um, we qualify for the North American Champions League and then we're competing with League MX teams that are even, they're even richer and have no salary caps. So it's, it's the it's the story of the underdogs, man. That's what it's all about. Like uh, you know, I I love it. Like I love going as we've said on on previous podcasts, obviously with things like the Washington Save, like taking a team that is pretty much built out of nothing and and just coming up against the team in the next league, going like, oh my god, they've got like they've got like a three star player. This is going to be oh, they're going to run rings around us. Like you know, it's it's fantastic. And like when we went to Turkey, there's similar rules with regard to designated players but in that league you also have to play two under 21s yeah at, at the same so like you can have a, a great squad but unless you've got two under 21s who've been at your club for a few years as well it's just like oh especially like the first couple of games you're like i haven't really read those rules properly oh dear <laughs> it's like two 16 year olds just propped in for no reason center half you're like yeah, we're gonna concede goals here, aren't we? I wonder what's. It's, it's got me thinking because I'm, I'm, I'm think. I would love. To, I'm very curious. So if you're in our Discord, let us know in Discord, or if if you're on Twitter, let us know on Twitter. But I'm curious what you think the toughest challenge in terms of taking a club to the top of a division and then breaking through to get continental successes. Because do not get me wrong. Tier 10 to the Premier League, to the Champions League, is no walk in the park. It is absolutely not. But in the English Premier, sorry, the English Pyramid, when you build momentum, you have no real restrictions other than the Brexit rules that come in. But you're in a country that produces, 
you know, that's overpowered players. Yeah. yeah, overpowered players, but that's also Britain as well. So, you know, there's other countries involved in that. So I feel like when you get past a certain level, you, you go off to the races. I think the cap is interesting, the salary cap, because I think that's what makes it even more difficult. Now, I know the A-League has a wage cap. Mm-hmm. I know that. But then, and I, I can imagine that would be quite tough in terms of getting continental success. But yeah, I wonder what league is. Obviously, you know, I've not played every league in the world yet. You'd think I, I think have. Cause there's I a lot of... There's a lot of people have done the Gibraltar League. Yeah, so because that's meant to be quite tough, and obviously like San Marino, is, San Marino is of course the obvious one. But I probably should have said, I'm thinking in game already without a database because obviously, oh, right, okay, yeah, 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 yeah you know, because yeah. because then you know if we're playing that game, then it's you know someone's going to be like, oh, I've met the, I've made the. I love man league <laughs> you know and it's like of course that's going to be near I've impossible made, I've made the, the Atlantis league um, I still think the San Marino challenge is the most difficult given what is expected of you to to achieve uh, and with, within the means and, and, and stuff like that and obviously the international thing is it adds an intellectual layer but yeah that it's got me pondering this week while I'm trying to find my place in the football manager well, universe again you know what Bel- Belarus Belarus was pretty tough. Like getting like getting into the Belarus highest league was was easy enough. But looking at cracking Barty, I mean, I I left I left uh, Arsenal when I was like fifteen points clear of relegation, but still fifteen points clear of sixth place. Like so, it's like I like that swing to even get to the sixth place, and then there was like another twenty points. I think to Barty, like. And then, and then they're coming in at the lowest end of the Champions League. But it's the thing that we had in the Scandinavian leagues last year yeah. was that it's really difficult, and there is that. Oh, there's what the fourth, the fourth tier of Norway, the fourth tier Norwegian rise is would be but tricky. My point on this, Tony, is that the minute you get in the Champions League, yeah, then the, the playing field gets leveled. Obviously, I know you're not going to attract the same quality of players that certain you know certain clubs will but it's still you're gonna have 20 million or whatever it is to be in the champions league so you can improve infrastructure you can improve your facilities you can basically improve your club and then obviously you're if you you're selling to other clubs in your league you know what i mean like that quality Mm. of league can be better and then if other teams are qualifying for the champions league i i think the champions league makes it it easier yeah but obviously with scandinavia the tricky thing was the seasons right and, yeah, and yeah. not being yeah so so realistically then our challenge our our difficulty settings need to go out to other continents really don't they and we've got to do a bit do a bit of scouting out there okay interesting interesting yeah given i can imagine i can imagine malaysia and indonesia would be really difficult to try and get uh a team up yeah. the divisions and then in the the Asian Champions League, I imagine that's pretty difficult. That would be pretty tough. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because obviously Korean teams and, and Australian teams and Chinese Super League teams as well are... are some like some like decent. really low-level African league as well. But again, that's another database though, isn't it, that you have to add on. You know, South Africa is is not, again, not a, not a, 
not a walk in the park, but it's it's not as difficult as it's safe for no. instance if you you know you had a you had a smaller African. Sudanese league or something. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, yeah, let us know what you think is the most difficult ready built in game league slash challenge that you can think of. Uh, let us know either on our on Twitter or on a Discord. We'll give you the, the details on that in a second. But before we go into that, you are gonna be on what that that Twitch again tonight, aren't you, Tony? You're gonna be twitching with your binoculars, on. looking for some some birds. Yeah, that's what twitching is, isn't it? Yeah. Twitching it is. It is it's what curtains do when uh new neighbours arrive in it in a street. Um Yeah. Yeah, we've we 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 we're uh we're still still doing it. We um we aren't sacked. Which is great. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. It's been what, three weeks now, I think, since our last sacking, so that's probably gotta be some sort of new record, I think. Um <laughs> uh, we we did our transfer window. In the last record, which was Wednesday night, I believe. It was. And true to fashion, we, um, what did we do? So we, we brought a goalkeeper in that I wanted. We bought Will Jaskalainen. Yes, he was excellent. And, and I was in the chat when you did that. And we all, we all lit up the chat going, yes, get him. He's really good. Really good. Yeah. For, for that so we level. We bought him. So we bought him for that level. That was great. And then I was, relatively happy with our business i think like we we bought we strengthened in defense obviously we, we uh brought two cent halves in we bought a striker in on loan we missed out on a couple of strikers like zach clough we was doing wonders in pre-season but then went off to Ackerton stanley who we've never heard of them either tyler smith left us to join sunderland which again i think would have been quite a nice signing but on balance, I was like, well, we maybe didn't need him. So we're getting towards the transfer window close, and I was like, I think we're fine. And then I signed Jordan Rhodes <laughs> for no reason whatsoever. I mean, he's a proven goal scorer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But my brief is to sign players who are under 22. And and Jordan Rhodes was, was available. And you know what? He was on like 15 grand or something, 20 grand. <laughs> Uh, at Sheffield Wednesday, we've got him in for like two. You, do you know what so, you are? You're like this year is like you're you're this year. You're like oh, I reckon Jordan Rhodes and Rudy Gestead could still do a job. Is that is Adam Lafond? Is yeah. Adam Lafond just still playing? Let's get him in. He's he can do it. He can do a bit of a job. Hey, look, look. We, we joked on in the Discord when we loaded the Wickham save up because it, not just me, but somebody else put in the Discord. Nicholas Bent is available for free, and I was sitting there going, "I know, I know he is." But then, I know he is. But then that sort of broke down into everyone going, "Yeah, he was rubbish for this side." Someone had signed him for Ibiza in Spain. I think it was Rogi. He signed him for Ibiza, yeah. and he was like, "He was terrible." Um, but yeah, but, I mean, what, what what a documentary that would be, though. Um, but but yeah, so yeah, so I bought Jordan Rhodes, and we almost bought on on deadline day with like an hour to go. I was like, oh, I might want I might want an extra winger. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. And we saw a guy called Ruben Providence, who I've never seen before, but he was available on loan from Roma. Um, we couldn't get the deal done, but I got him in on trial anyway. And you know what? He looks good. Attacking midfield, right, left and centre. Um, so we're going to, we've got him in for trial and we're like, <laughs> all the chat's just like, yeah, we, yeah, we, we we need this guy. We desperately need this guy. Here's an idea. 
if you sign, so you've got Providence, mm-hmm. you've got Rhodes. Yeah. If you sign someone called Island, your front three would be called Providence Rhode Island. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a messy, an MSN or, or an SAS. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all for that. I can, I can do yeah. that. And that's the kind of nonsense that you love. So you're welcome for that. Yeah. And you know what? It, it's, it's been working out fine. Like results wise. Um, I think teams are starting to find us out a little bit. Um, which is fine. I don't think we're losing games, but we are slipping. We're not, we're not first anymore. We're now, we're now sixth. And, um, Zach Clough had two assists against us for Accurate and Stanley. So of course he did. He wanted to put a bit of performance in. We, I believe we beat Sunderland. I believe we beat Sunderland. Which is quite impressive, and um, and yeah, and and uh, Ricky J Jones is is scoring goals now. So overall, pretty happy, pretty happy with how things are going. Uh, we'll be back back on tonight, and of course, we're back on on Wednesday. So yeah, it's going pretty well to be honest. I'm enjoying it as a save, and not just as a save, but like we're opening uh, Scotland Euro stickers. Obviously, beer clubs happening, and and like the chat we've got is is great. We've got loads of regulars, like from our Discord and even just from from general Twitch and and Twitter and football manager community. So, um, so yeah, you know what? I'm I'm really enjoying it. I think it's it's working out quite nicely for us, to be honest. So good stuff. What what period of the season you are you in? Are you in December? So we're about. Well, we're going to play December tonight, essentially. So <laughs> oh, so it's all going to go wrong <laughs> as of. <laughs> Sunday. So if you're listening to this on the Tuesday, strap him on Wednesday as Tony probably is, is <laughs> having a breakdown live on Twitch. I said I haven't, it's happening again. I, said I haven't been sacked, I haven't been sacked uh, in three weeks. I didn't say in four weeks, did I? So That's true. And I'm not making any bold assumptions or I've not, or I've not bought a Peterborough shirt yet. Let's put it out that way. I've not bought a Peterborough shirt yet. So at the minute, my job's safe, right? Oh my goodness. Well, I'm definitely going to tune in for a little bit to to see see how much I can last that's generally how I feel before you do something that just makes me so angry and I'm like oh, I can't I can't watch him do this <laughs> just I'll, I'll wait I'll wait for him to highlight it and put it on YouTube the thing is though that there is part there is part of this that I know as I'm doing it I'll do something and I go he's gone now he's, he's left I know he's he, this is the point he's left. <laughs> yeah if I was there when you signed Jordan Rhodes I I I, I, I just Oh yeah, I don't know what I would have done. I don't Mate, know the thing is, like done. tonight when we record tonight's Aidan McGeady's birthday, so this part of me will will inevitably be ended up railroaded into trying to sign Aidan McGeady tonight. Just don't do it. Don't don't make me make graphs again to tell you why. Why not to do it? Um, right. So where can people watch your impossible dream on Twitch? So it's uh, Twitch TV slash. Tony Jameson FM. The previous episodes are available for about two weeks, I think. Uh, so that the VODs are on there, so you can kind of get a little bit caught up to speed. Um, I clipped the Survival Sunday um, last match of the season, staying up in the division. I clipped that and put it onto YouTube, so that's kind of in there as well. So I might move a couple across, but uh, the actual full uh, VODs, are available on Twitch for about two weeks. So yeah, we stream Sunday at half nine and Wednesday at nine o'clock and usually for, for about two and a half hours, sometimes three hours, depending how, how well or badly it's going. And we keep digging and digging and digging. Um, but yeah, it's fun. So come along and, uh, and hang out. 
while you're at it as well, why don't you tell us where we can find you on Twitter and on Discord as well? I shall. I am on at Tony Jameson at Twitter. I am on Tony Jameson FM on YouTube. And Discord is bit.ly forward slash TJFM Discord. The link is always is on the uh, my Twitter homepage and pretty much everything else I post because we need to get... Uh, we've got a good thing going on there with the Discord, I think, so I, I like to sort of advertise it freely. Um, so, yeah, what about yourself, Matt? Where can people find you? And, of course, obviously do remember to to shout out more about our uh, our stride challenges as well. Of course, I am on Twitter at mrichardshost. I'm also in the Discord as well, pottering around commenting on a few things and getting involved so you can find me over there and of course you can continue to support us here on this podcast because we have a patreon which is patreon.com forward slash football manager therapy we only have one tier and that tier is three pound a month and goes a long long way of helping make and continue to make this podcast but you also get two bonus episodes when you join our patreon and this month we've got a euro 88 two parter me and tony are going to watch euro 88 not the entirety of it because we, we don't have enough time but we're going to do two parts so in part one the games that we're going to watch are germany versus italy oh denmark versus spain woof England versus Netherlands, oh yeah, and Jackie Charlton's Ireland versus the Soviet Union. Come on! (laughs) Tell me, tell me that isn't going to be incredible. Yeah, and then in part two, we're going to be watching the semi-finals and the final. And we're going to be giving our thoughts on teams and games and the the, the competition in general, as it's a bit of an enigma to us, this tournament as I was only born about 15 days after the final, and Tony was only a wee-in at the time. So we're going back and watching that, and hopefully we're going to have a bit of fun and a laugh as well, and encourage you to go and seek out some games. So that is over on patreon.com forward slash football manager therapy. It's £3 a month, and it is the start of our build towards Euro 2020. We're not going to tell you what yet, but we've got something special coming up for the entirety of Euro 2020 that we'll let you know the details of closer to the time. And while I've got your attention here on the end of the podcast, make sure you go and check out the Stride Quest by Special Effect that will be linked in this podcast description that will be with four incredible foundations and charities that we always support here on Football Manager Therapy. They are the LGBT Foundation, Black Minds Matter UK, Mind UK and War child incredible causes that deserve your time and love well that is all that we've got time for on this podcast here this week we hope you've enjoyed it it's been a bit of a bit of an open one we've had various discussions about real life things as well of course the game of football manager but we hope that we've keep you company for you know 45 minutes or so of your day and hopefully you'll want to join us again next week But in the meantime, take care of yourselves and we'll see you next week on Football Manager Therapy. 